Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 20-somethings podcast. This is episode number two, so it's good to have you back if you were here for the first episode. So here we are. It is Monday. Um, we had a pretty good weekend. We went to the Predators game, which was fun. Yeah, Preds versus Knights. Yeah, but um, I mean, uh, once again, it's just, it's unfortunate that we have to start, start it this way. the first and second episode on such a kind of a sad note. Um, as some of you might know, my granddad passed away on Friday, Friday, mm -hmm. Friday morning. Um, he was on a, a trip with a few of his friends in Mexico fishing and just went to bed that night and just didn't wake up the next morning. It was, um, it was really weird to hear because he's, I don't know, he's been in such good health. Like there was no, yeah, there was, it there was, was very unexpected. Yeah. There was no health concerns. Um, to really speak of before that. So yeah, I got the call when I was at work and as you can probably imagine, it was a tough couple of days, but, uh, mm -hmm. and the timing was pretty rough because uh, he actually, for Christmas, gifted me and Tana a, like two tickets to the Predators and Golden Knights game, along with like a hotel downtown and stuff. So we've been looking forward to this for a couple oh, months yeah. now. And just to, get that news the day before we were supposed to go do that. It was, um, you know, I mean, it was bittersweet, but we enjoyed it. And I don't know, it's just, when something like that happens, it really just, I don't know, for me, I mean, my family is like, not that we're not super close, but we're not like that over the top, like lovey-dovey type of family where it's just like- Hugs and like, I love yeah, you all the time and- All of that, but I don't know, when this happened, like for me, this was kind of my, my first taste of somebody that was really close to me being gone mm -hmm. when I've never even, I don't know, I've never even thought about that as a possibility is, I don't know, as weird as that sounds like, cause I mean. Well, cause yeah, it never happened to you before. So you've never yeah. thought about it actually being a part of your life. And then I'll say that you handled it really well. Like I was, I wasn't there for the initial uh, moment that you found out, but you definitely needed that time to feel all the emotions and just get all that out. Um, but you handled it really well and thought of it in a good light, you know, as positive as you can. He lived a great long life, 74 years, mm -hmm. accomplished so much with his life, had an amazing family, got to see all of his grandkids, you know, grow up to be at least a little bit older mm -hmm. to where it's like all the grandkids know him. They'll have the memories with him. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, the more I talked about it, because I mean, when you... When you hear something like that, obviously your first reaction is just, this doesn't make any sense. What the fuck? Like, mm -hmm. why, why would this happen now? But in retrospect, I mean, you know, it's life. There's a definitive beginning and end for everyone. Yeah. Sir, All right, man. get out of here. And yeah, so the more I just kind of talked it through, the more I was like, you know what? What better place? What a what way better, to go. Yeah, what better situation? I mean, he was... If you knew him, fishing was his favorite thing on this earth. He took those trips all the time and he got two great days of fly fishing in and then just went peacefully in his sleep. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I guess when if somebody sat you down and was like, how do you want this person to pass? Like, mm -hmm. there's no great answer. But right. I mean, for me, like what I've been kind of my mantra during this whole thing is just if there was a way for him to go, it's it's hard to think of a better scenario exactly you didn't get to see like any suffering he never got sick no like that and so yeah the last memories i have of him are all 
super positive. It was nothing. Yeah, he was still like his little fiery self. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he would probably have slapped me upside the head if he saw how emotional I was when I found <laughs> out because he is not that guy at all. I don't think – it was like – it was a treasure if he made that man laugh. Like, yeah. Uh -huh. He just didn't show any emotion or anything. Like, absolutely never did I ever see him cry. That never happened, so. And you left work early. <laughs> it would have yeah. been so oh, pissed God. at you. <laughs> yeah, I know. If I missed, like, an assignment for school or yeah. if he knew that I cut out of work a couple hours early because of him, he would have hated it. <laughs> but, yeah, man, so – we're all kind of dealing with it slowly. Of course, my grandmother is in a rough place, but yeah. this has also just been an opportunity for me to realize, like, I don't know, we live so close to them, and that kind of put it into perspective. It's like, you know what? I need to make more of an effort to... Go over there and yeah, see it. spend time with my family. Yeah, so not only like, your grand, just, like, your whole mm -hmm. family, your siblings, yeah. your parents. And I think that was just kind of the unspoken, like, feeling in the room when mm -hmm. we were all together that day. It was just like, you know what? Maybe we don't spend as much time together or like mm -hmm. we take for granted some certain things like we had everybody just hugging and like saying that we love each other because mm -hmm. you know like you said in the beginning that's not really something that your family does a lot yeah we're not we're not great about that mm -hmm. so i think um you know it took something like this to kind of wake everybody up and make us grateful for exactly yeah the time that we have and the ability for all of us to be together so yeah, overall, um, it was a tough couple days there, but like I said, we got to go to the hockey game, and we both, we had a really good time. That was, yeah. That was great. Um, so yeah, him, that being his last gift to us, we really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was like a very bittersweet moment, but... Totally, totally. But yeah, ended up, um, I went, like, as a lot of you probably know, I'm like a Golden Knights and Predators fan, and... <laughs> One of my friend's favorite things to ask me is like, oh, if they play each other, who are you going to root for? Like, yeah. <laughs> so mad if I'm not cheering for the Predators. But it's like, in reality, if I'm being honest, I'm more of a Knights fan these days. Well, we got to Just, watch their team come up. Oh, man. Like, if you if you guys were a team, like, oh, God, let me talk. Um, if you were a <laughs> fan of any other hockey team and you got to be in Vegas for that, that inaugural oh, season... Just, there's no possible way that you couldn't have just fallen in love with that team. Like, I know. In the midst of everything that happened, like, right after the October 1st shootings and yeah. all that stuff, like... It brought Vegas together as a city. They we were, We just, yeah. like, never had something that brought everyone together, made us feel like a family. Because Vegas is totally the town of, like, misfits and people from all over the world. And But the Knights just truly made it feel like, oh, this is, like, our home. Like, this is our team, like... Mm -hmm. Let me say like again. <laughs> yeah, please, one more time. But you know what I mean. Just, yeah, how could we not root for the Knights? Yeah, because the stereotypical view of Vegas is just, it's a tourist city. It's yeah. just like all this bad shit happens there. There's really no sense of community. But like, seriously, between the shootings and then um, the Knights going on that run that they did, like, it really, mm -hmm. that's exactly what the city needed. Just for something to... I don't know, feel Make good feel... about again. Yeah. yeah. Just, mm -hmm. And for them to do what they did in that first season and then in their second season, follow it up with another crazy run where they almost got there again. It was just, it's insane. So yeah. it's it's just fun to be a Golden Knights fan. Dude. It really it's is. so fun. Yeah. I know. And I've never been to a Knights game, but you said the show that they put on oh, there is dude. just. I mean, it's Vegas. So right. it's like, it's, everything's a show. But when you go to there, like, because I thought Bridgestone Arena had probably the best environment in the NHL. I mean, granted, I've only been to both of uh -huh. those, but like 
I don't know, you go to a Predators game and you're like, this is amazing. Like, every game is sold out. Everybody's so excited. Mm -hmm. But, man, you go to a Golden Knights game and you're like, all right, well, everybody else can take a seat because this is just, <laughs> it's a whole yeah. thing. It's, like, so much more than just the hockey game, but it's, like, that's to be expected for Vegas. So, I mean, they yeah, they set the bar high, but it's it's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Well, speaking of sports, the Super Bowl, that was a crazy game. <laughs> yeah. I really liked that it was a close game because yeah. I didn't care about either team. Yeah. But the fact that they turned it into a really good game. I know. And it for me, it's like, I guess who else would you have given it to? But I think it's weird that Patrick Mahomes won the MVP just because, like, he was kind of blowing it, like, for the majority of the game. And then, mm -hmm. I mean, they came back in the end and stuff like that. But in my opinion, I don't know if the Chiefs won as much as the 49ers kind of blew it. Because oh, they, man. I mean, they had a good lead and just kind of fell apart. Just everything was working for them for so long and they were clicking. Mm -hmm. And then just all of a sudden they just couldn't finish so it's unfortunate for them but at the same time I'm pumped that the Chiefs won honestly it's like that's the team that took out the Titans and yeah. Andy Reid has been a coach as long as he has and he hasn't gotten a Super Bowl yet so I'm happy for him gotta love that guy man you gotta love Andy Reid he's, he's a character is that the guy that talks about the cheeseburgers yeah yeah, yeah. after he beat the Titans he's like how yeah. did you celebrate he's like I had a cheeseburger and went to bed it's like that's yeah that's great you gotta root for a guy like yeah this. I know that's funny you definitely have more of an opinion on how the game went I'm like all right let's talk about the national anthem and the halftime show yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's all that I really paid attention well, to yeah I don't want to jump past also like the Predators game like they had uh for the national anthem at the Predators game they oh, had the shit, TSU yeah. choir Woo. Man. They were incredible, dude. It's, Chills. There's something about like a well-structured choir that is just like the harmonies just hits you and... really hard, man. Yeah, it's so beautiful, like to listen to. Well, just how powerful their voices are, and yeah. just it literally just strikes a chord in uh -huh. you and like sends chills up your spine. It was so yeah. It was crazy. It was like, is this real life? Like, am <laughs> I really hearing this with my own yeah. ears? We were both sitting there just. I mean, <laughs> shit hammered, and they, they come out there and do that, and me and Tanner are almost in tears. I know, this I'm like, game. okay, like, oh yes. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that was that was really cool. So. Yeah. Also, chills. Demi Lovato killed that shit. The high notes That's that she was them. hitting, and mm -hmm. man, her voice, she can just. I mean, you can attest to this too. How hard of a song is that to sing? Like, technically, like least favorite song. Oh my ever god. To like, sing. Picking the, a key for that song is outrageous. lowest of lows and highest of highs mm -hmm. in yeah. that song just yeah that's such a hard song to pull off and do well like that especially mm -hmm. with that many eyeballs Ooh, oh my god the pressure holy shit i can't even imagine no no mm. way yeah so she absolutely killed it absolutely dude and then the super bowl halftime show let's get into that my eyes are rolling <laughs> doing backflips in my head right now thinking oh about god. the fucking idiotic people on twitter dude it's just like there, oh, there's always going to be a big majority of people that have something bad to say about the halftime show, which yeah. always blows my mind because, what? first of all, what are you doing with your life? Can you, do you have an inch of talent like these people do that are doing the halftime shows? No. They put all their blood, sweat, and tears into these performances, and for people to just immediately discredit something that's taken these people months and months, hours and hours. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was just the Shakira thing where she's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only bad thing I have to say about the halftime show. The fuck was that, Shakira? But what I like that? it. But I like it. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> do you, but like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what happened. But okay. anyway, yeah, I was just, I was trying to pull this up just to see what some of the dumb assholes are saying about it, but. Well, the main thing I'll say, what I've been seeing is that people are offended by their fucking outfits, which, 
I swear to God, it, like, they work so hard. They've trained. They are like, why can they not show off their bodies? Why does that offend people? Why is that a weird thing for people to just, for women to be sexy? Why are they so uncomfortable for women to be confident and sexy and get up on stage and fucking do their thing? You know what it is? It's all these like suburban fucking moms who are like, 50 and they're my like, child's watching and they're this. fat. Yeah, and they hide behind the fact that, oh, it's about my kids. It's like, no, it's not, bitch. No. It's because it makes you feel self-conscious and yeah. you're not ready to do something about it. Like, yeah. uh, you're not ready to go to the gym. And try to get a body like either of them, dude. I'm all for it. I fucking loved it. Well, that's what it's like. It doesn't matter what type of body you have. If you can get oh, up there and yeah, have yeah. confidence and wear any type of outfit. That's what it is. Because there's no, like, specific thing. Okay, what am I trying to say? That's like, there's no rule on how to be sexy. Size, no. shape, whatever clothes you wear, turtlenecks, fucking. Confidence is probably the. Tortilla chip on stage. Thing. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. Confidence is sexy. Mm -hmm. They wore the outfits. I didn't even think were that revealing. What was, was so crazy? No. crazy about them? I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, and then people were also offended that like J Lo pole danced. That was such a talent. <laughs> like like that that's was not dope. even. You go up there and do that and <laughs> like, still sing, bro. That takes so that's much muscle outrageous. and like. I just I think pole dancing is actually like a beautiful thing. I know that it's, it's you know in strip crazy. clubs and stuff, but. I think that it's such a crazy talent to have, to have that much muscle to you like- You gotta be athletic. Yeah, to fuck, do that. To do some of that shit. Man. So the fact that like a big majority of people just undermine their performance and their talent and all their hard work just pisses me off every single year. It never fails. I mean, yeah. like, when's the last time that somebody did the Super Bowl? And, and everyone was, was like, like- Wow, what a, <laughs> yeah. what a fantastic halftime show. No, I know. Man, everybody just- rushes to Twitter and tries to say the funniest thing possible and then everybody just rolls with it. So it's just, yeah, that's why nobody is doing the halftime show. I mean, I think they offered it to like a number of people before that. And everybody's like, fuck that. No, it's just like to be ridiculed on the biggest stage. I know that's what sucks about it is because the halftime show turned into like one of the most prestigious shows that you can do as a performer to this, like, where people don't even care about it anymore. And people yeah, just, just love to make number, fun of it. Yeah. Think about just the sheer number of people that, are watching the Super Bowl. Right. It's, yeah, so. <laughs> Hell yeah. Excuse me. Hell yeah. But yeah, no, it's becoming something that's just like, eventually nobody's gonna do it anymore. Yeah. Because it's like, you can't do it without just being blasted for something. Like, if your performance was flawless, then it's the shit you wore. If like, if what you wore is fine, then you fucking sang like shit, or mm -hmm. like, whatever. I don't know, it's just, I mean, they did the same thing, like some, Crazy assholes were like, I can't believe Adam Levine took his shirt off. Like, I'm so offended. And it's just like, what the fuck? Why are people like, so weirded it? out about Dude, bodies? Ugh, like, everybody's so weird about that shit. I don't understand. <sighs> and <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm drawing a blank because I just don't understand how people can I don't be offended it. by I, that. Just, I don't know. I, it's maybe I'm the minority, but like, just, it's so rare if I see something anywhere like or hear about something that i'm just like i've got to say something on social media i have I to know. like the people who are so sad that they have to comment something or like tweet something and just that's not that's not to say what you need to say that's to say what you need to say and be like come on somebody like it somebody agree with me come on it's Attention, to feed your yeah, ego it's right. not like for any other reason so like who else agrees with me yeah that's all it is so it's just that shit drives me nuts because the intentions are so impure. Mm -hmm. It's all for attention on yourself. It's yeah. not, you're not trying to like change the world with fucking a tweet. Like, yeah. 
So I, I know, and shit. some people really think that they are when oh, they yeah. like <laughs> their tweets start going viral. They're like, "Oh yeah, I am so smart." Because that's all you're living for, man. Yeah. Like, if you're getting a couple likes on your fucking negative tweet, mm-hmm. then you're like, "I won. I'm gonna do it again." Yeah. So I encourage you people to not encourage <laughs> motherfuckers like that. I'm pissed right now, dude. <laughs> so mad right now, dog. Fired up, dog. <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. But. <sighs> but yeah, I don't wanna. Spend too much time on that. No, I know. Overall, great game. Yeah. Great performances. I enjoyed it as a spectator. It was all good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that just reminded me, like, when we went to the Predators game, too. It was just funny because uh, we were sitting next to these three dudes who were, like, I don't know. They would, like, get really excited for certain parts of the game, and then we started kind of, like, talking to them. We're just like, are you guys, like, oh, Predators yeah. fans? Are you Knights fans? And they're like... Oh, I don't know, mate. We're from Australia. We don't even watch hockey. Like, it, yeah. was just, it was so funny. They were, they were really just, funny. Yeah, they were a trip. And then that one guy, he got like unlimited bowls of p- buckets of popcorn and he kept offering us popcorn. I was like, fuck yeah, sure. I know. He was like, do you want some? And we were like, are you sure? He was like, yeah, this is like my fourth bucket. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. Yeah, I was like, all right, go hard. Go hard then. But yeah, they were fun. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was kind of surprised to see there was a decent amount of golden knights fans there yeah yeah because i feel like nashville is a city that you can cut you can turn it into a trip it's like yeah, oh yeah, the game exactly. is on whatever day it is and then mm-hmm. we'll just spend the rest of the weekend yeah no nashville's just becoming that town like yeah i know it's it's like a vegas almost of mm-hmm. the south like i mean it's what, it's got like, its own little strip yeah like the bachelorette capital of oh, the united states now it's just yeah. for certain events man they, they kill it mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's really interesting to see like if I mean, a lot of you guys probably know, like, when you go down to the bars nowadays, it's just absolute fucking mayhem. Like, it's so crazy. <laughs> the difference, like, from three years ago when we... Oh, my God. It like, used, used to be... To live here. Yeah. It was so dead. No, all the time. It used to be cool and fun. Yeah. But now it's just the absolute shit show. Like, you go down there and you're just... You go in and you pay $15 for a fucking tall boy and then you yeah. just sit in the corner and just, like, <laughs> try not to bump into anybody or piss somebody off. It's... I don't oh, know. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just... Uh, it's funny because... <laughs> We always say, like, ah, I'm fucking dumb with Nashville. I'm not going out. But then it's like, we'll have a couple of friends come into town and be like, hey, you want to go downtown? I was like, yeah, maybe it'll be different this time. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Maybe tonight's the night. It'll be different. That I change my whole mindset and on it. And it'll be fun. And I go out, and as soon as we walk in, I'm like, yeah, yep, there it is. It's the same. Don't know same why I expected it to be different. I know it. And it's just, yeah, I, I know I'm like that. I'm like, you know what? Tonight's the night that. I say that changes. every time that I go out, and I. Truly, I feel weird because I'm a 22-year-old and I, I don't like going out. <laughs> what is like, wrong with us? It gives me anxiety, but yeah. I mean, I get anxiety over anything, so that's not really. <laughs> but it gives me anxiety. Way too many people. Way too expensive. They play trash music. Like, anywhere you go, I don't think I've gone to one place, like, anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I've been like, oh, this is good music. Like, they always play like, Party in the USA and the Cha-Cha Slide. Yeah. And I'm like... I feel like I'm in eighth grade all I mean, over again. If you're a DJ, you don't have a choice but to play that. Like, I don't well, think I've Well, because it's for the majority somewhere. of people to yeah, enjoy. Yeah, it's just a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Like, it's one of those songs that they're hoping that it'll get the people like to just get on the floor. <laughs> and all the whiteies oblige. <laughs> <laughs> so it's never going to end. But it's whatever, man. You just got to come to expect that shit. Today, I gave Nash a haircut. Oh, yeah. Doesn't and he it look honestly so looks pretty good, yeah. He looks so handsome. I know. And he did so good, he didn't move the whole time. He's so funny, man. Like, he's 
I can't tell if you're cute or not. I don't know. I look at you every day and I'm He's like... He's an ugly cute. Yeah, I know. You're just one of those dogs that sometimes you look cute. Say something to the people. <laughs> nice. <laughs> ASMR. Nice. I know. First guest. <laughs> yeah, Nash. Woo! All right. Well, how you feeling about this week coming up? It is Monday. This week coming up. Mondays always scare me. I don't know why. I swear, like, I always just get anxiety. Yeah. Like, for no reason. I was telling, I was talking, hello? (laughs) I'm with you. I know. Okay, stay with me, people. But I was telling Tucker today, just like, I feel that my anxiety has been at an all-time high, like, for seriously no reason. He'll ask me what's wrong, and I'm like, I don't even know. My brain is telling me that, like, I need to be worried about something or, like, stressed out (laughs) about something or I'm not doing something that I should be doing. And it's just, if you deal with anxiety, like, people listening, Mm -hmm. it's something that you can't even explain. It's just, you're just always worried, and my mind is like, like, I feel like my mind is just always constantly thinking a million thoughts, and then I just, I'm so stressed out, and I don't even know what to do about it. Yeah. And so I feel like I want to try like CBD because I don't like smoking during the day and like getting high because it just kind of yeah. makes me that just kind of like turns my brain off like mm-hmm. completely. And I'm, you know, I know like as someone dude, like my like evolution with weed, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Like we used to there was like a period in Vegas where I mean, we were fucking smoking like <laughs> day Smoke weed every day. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not to brag. That's literally I think just in retrospect, that's. A reflection of like just where we were in our lives we were just upset with where we were and just like mm-hmm. fuck it i'm just gonna get high but make it was me feel so good. weird because i felt like i could function back then yeah and like dude, I, was, I was i was going to work high i was doing, it was so weird i would wake up and that's how i'd start my day but it's like now if i do that dude i'm like oh my god i couldn't like, even think oh about my it. god i'm so high i can't do it. like <laughs> i gotta just stay inside like even I if, know. I, if i go out and walk nash i'm just like is that fucking guy looking at me dude <laughs> There's no one there. No one there. (laughs) No, I know. Yeah, no. I've just, I've went from being like a lightweight when I started to just being like a super heavyweight to back to lightweight, dude. I'm such a lightweight these days. I can't, Mm -hmm. can't handle it. I know. So I want to see like if CBD would just help like calm me down a little bit and maybe help my thoughts not be so Mm -hmm. insane. Like why? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know this. I swear I tell you at least once a day, like you'll ask me what's wrong and I'm Uh like, I'm just super anxious right now. Like. Yeah. I don't even know what's wrong. I can't even tell you. And so let me know if you've tried that before and if that works for you because I swear every it, – it's in the morning. <laughs> it's basically all day long. I was going to say it's in the morning, in the middle of the day, and then right before I go to bed because it, it's like in the morning I'm like, okay, what should I do with my day? Like how am I going to be productive, all this stuff, and then – Yeah, at night, I think about the day that I had, and I'm like, well, I didn't do enough today. Like, (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I just feel like I judge myself way too hard with where I'm at in my life, and then that causes the anxiety, like, Mm 24-7. Because I think I'm just always judging where I'm at right now, and I don't think about the progress. Because if I look back to where I was, like, a couple years ago, it's like, yeah, I mean, of course, we've evolved and grown and change you know in positive ways but i just yeah. you don't see that every day mm-hmm. and so i think i just judge myself a little bit too and that's hard. also why i think it's important i mean this has probably been said a hundred thousand times but it's like it's also important to you know define what success is to you right because it's like if you don't have definitive like i don't know manageable goals that you can 
regularly hit, mm -hmm. then of course you're always going to feel that way just because you don't even know what you're working towards and you don't know what to do to work towards what. Like, yeah, I so feel it's like just that's such me. A, yeah, it's such a confusing thing because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, know. yeah, because to go off your point is just I feel like with every aspect, like my weight, let's say, I'll look at myself in the mirror and be like, well, I don't have the abs and it's going to take me so long to get there. Like, and then I'm like, well, I want pizza. Let me just get pizza. Like, it's fine. And yeah. then it's just a spiral that happens like that all the time. Yeah, you can start with something like that and then end up completely somewhere else. Because, yeah, what I should do instead is be like, okay, this week, let me eat healthy for at least five days this week and drink this much water and then that's like a nice goal that i could hit because that's I, measurable yeah. yeah it's like they the whole like and i can smart, see that i did it yeah smart measurable like goal so what is it something fuck what does the s stand for you know the smart thing uh -uh. so it's like i don't know and then like m is measurable attainable reasonable and then time, like, oh, so like that's kind of like heard the of system. I don't know what the yeah. S stands for, but anyway, yeah, it's just like that's a good method to actually like visually see your goals mm -hmm. and then like have something to actually work towards. Yeah. Instead of just like thinking like, oh, I want to be rich. All right, let's be rich. Like, yeah. So it's just you've got to do something little every day, and then think about like where you'll be like three years from now, like five mm -hmm. years from now, because it's like, <clears throat> sorry about that, <laughs> but. I mean, yeah, like most of us probably listening to or like early 20s, mid 20s. So it's like we got to realize, man, we're fucking young. Like I know, but then I, time. I also get anxiety because it's like, yeah, you have that. But then it's like if you start now, think about where you could be at this point. And like because I when you're 30. Right. Even like so because I feel like if I think about, oh, I'm so young, like I don't need to worry. Then I take that and run with it in the opposite direction like the bad direction yeah. where it's like okay like i'm just chilling like no, i'm doing good there's an absolute balance there and which, i just don't have that balance yeah it's like <laughs> you can't be too comfortable because you're young but you mm -hmm. also have to realize because you're young like shit's gonna take time to develop yeah so it's like that's what i'm trying to get better at like in all aspects i don't know like we've tried or for me i guess i can say like i've tried a lot of different things and it's like just if I'm being honest, like still nothing is really just like clicked, clicked like a hundred percent, like this is it. This I'm is exactly yeah. like what I'm supposed to do. And let me just fucking put my blinders on and run full speed in this direction. So it's yeah. like, and I think it's important. I mean, when you are this age to not like force yourself to mm -hmm. be super dead set on this one thing that you think that you might really like, it's super important to try everything. And yeah. then like, then you have a full spectrum of like well this was cool but like it led me into this so now i do this thing so it's like you just got to try shit and then like not be too i don't know dead set on something if you don't actually like i know really that's why i think it. it's crazy that and this is just like my opinion how i feel or whatever but um that college like is immediately right after high school that's so it stupid. just i feel like it gives you no time to think about what you actually want to do for the rest of your life like mm -hmm. that's a long fucking time yeah. To, you know, decide your career immediately after you graduate high school. Because, yeah. yeah, I've gone, I mean, music's always been the common denominator in my life. Like, it's always been something that I've loved. But I've gone back and forth with if that's what I actually want to do yeah. so many times. Like, I'm even doing it right now. Mm -hmm. Just because I've been, you know, enjoying a different outlet, you know, with these podcasts and the videos and stuff. And I'm just so confused even right now when for my whole life I've thought that I wanted 
do music and yeah, sing. like there wasn't a doubt for the longest yeah. time. They mm-hmm. were just like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. Right. So the fact that just like some people just go to college like right after high school and decide their major right then and there, and then I don't when do you graduate at what age like like 22, 23. Mm-hmm. So That's so like, crazy to just it's yeah. It's so I'd like. I mean, I respect the shit out of somebody. If you're 18 years old and you know exactly what you want to do, like, yeah. you are in the minority, my friend. Like, yeah. that is that is really, like, something special. So, like, I wish that I had that because, I mean, shit, mm-hmm. when I was 18, I went to school, like, and I was majoring in kinesiology to begin with. I was like, it was <laughs> just crazy. so stupid what I based that off of. I was like, oh, I mean, I played sports. I like to work out. Like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll do it for the rest of my life. Like, <laughs> yeah. And it's like when you actually start doing that and then it didn't, really register until I took that year off and like went and worked like as a personal trainer and like really realized like what it was like and what that lifestyle looked like Mm -hmm. and I was just like no man this is not sustainable I don't want to do this shit so like I I, in the grand scheme of things like the most growth I ever had was like taking that time off of school like and I fully encourage you if you're listening right now like and you're not totally sure if you're about to start college like I don't know, man. I, I, I do feel bad for people because there are so many people, especially where we live, where it's like, that's not even an option to like not go straight to college. Like mm-hmm. your family just is like, that's what you're doing. Yeah. So. Well, and I was going to say like, no, I'm obviously not, we're not talking shit about anybody that's no, uh, no, graduated no, no. high school and then like gone straight to college because no, that's saying. probably worked out for so many people and like you love your career. Like, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's so awesome good. for you. And yeah. I fucking wish that like it was like that for you know, us or I bet a other bunch of people do too. So not talking shit about anybody that's, you know, no. gone straight to college and like figured it out. Cause Quite the opposite. I'm actually like I know, jealous. I'm like jealous of yeah, you. Yeah, it's like if you for real, like graduated high school, got into the college exactly what you wanted, graduated with a degree and you got that job right out of school and you're that's like sick. already working now, yeah. fucking hats off to you. But like that has just not been my experience. Like I... I don't know. I I guess I'm maybe I think too much about the long term. I was gonna say maybe sometimes. I just overthink this shit yeah. way too much and <laughs> stress myself out about it. Yeah. Whenever I like actually look at, because I mean I've I've went to school, I've taken time off, I've gotten back into school, and then taken time off again. It's just I'm so indecisive because like for me I just can't I can't not think like okay this is the rest of my life like. Well, also I feel that you're interested in a lot of different. I things. am. So it's yeah, and like. I think a lot of people are, and I think that they just suppress that part of their brain because they feel like this is what they have to do, whether it's your parents pressuring you or whether it's just, I don't know, you're just doing what your friends are doing and you might feel left behind if you're not graduating with all of them and stuff. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I get it. I get that side of it. But if you have the ability to really kind of take time and Mm -hmm. actually kind of, I mean, fuck, you're only 18 when you graduate high school. You don't even know who you are yet. Like... Mm -hmm. So for you to make... I feel like I still don't know who I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm 23 years old and I'm not sure what... I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's going to be. Because, so yeah, like, like you were saying about the pressure thing from your family, I felt that I've gotten that, but not in a negative way whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. always in a positive way, just because they felt that I had talent and they believed in me so much that, you know, they pushed me mm-hmm. towards music all my life. And, like, of course, because my dad does it, he's so amazing at it, and that would just you know fit so perfectly if I just went right into it and I feel like now that I'm 22 I'm like realizing oh maybe it hasn't been something that I completely you know think that I can do Mm -hmm. and then it's just something that everybody's always told me I could do but I've never believed it myself so like I feel that right now 
at 22, I'm just now realizing that I can make my own choices and I can venture off into other different areas career-wise and yeah. nobody will be disappointed in me. Right. And that, you know, it, at the end of the day, it is my decision, you know, to how I want to live my life. And yeah. I feel like this week with Kobe Bryant and your granddad has just been such an eye-opener to do exactly what you want to do with your life mm -hmm. every day that you wake up. Like, yeah. do exactly what's going to make you happy. So yeah. I feel like that's my thought every day. And that might be too big of a thought every day to wake up and think that. Yeah. Because I feel like that's what gives me anxiety. Because it's like, I'm not, you know, exactly where I want to be with my life. And I am mm -hmm. confused and trying to figure it out. So. Yeah. But it's all part of the process. I mean, like, yeah. like I was saying, it's like trying different things and then like weeding shit out is like part of the process. It's not just, I don't know. Like you have to really fully pursue something and then i don't know for me like i said like when i went and worked as a personal trainer and did it for like two years it took that for me to realize no I'm not no doing this, this do is not yet. for me like so i don't know there might be people right now who have been doing something for an extended period of time and you think that that might be you like there's no shame in being like all right i tried it changing your Didn't mind fucking yeah. work out yeah it's like don't just push through it and then just dive deeper and deeper and deeper into this like hole and then you're never getting out and then you really are depressed. So it's like, I don't know. I think like Tana said, just for me, at least this week, it's been such a wake up call with everything that's happened. Like life is fucking short. Mm -hmm. If we're here for any reason, I think it's to do exactly what the fuck you want to do. So it's yeah, like, 100%. that's, I mean, that's how I plan on living for the rest of my life. Like I'm not just going to settle for shit. So it's like, yeah. I think that's an important thing for other people to, if you haven't already kind of embody that idea mm -hmm. and just go for it man if yes. you're thinking about doing something just what the f like go do it like absolutely what, do it that's what's been holding me back is just embarrassment or Fuck all not yeah. getting enough likes or views or this and that and mm -hmm. nobody cares but at the end of the day it's like who gives a fuck if nobody cares like yeah. i just need to do what's gonna make me happy and you'll never know until you try like right so. that's the biggest thing that's and always like, held that's, me back that's the other thing it's like with social media these days it's like there's people who are embarrassed to like post something because that's too like, so I don't know, putting yourself out there. But yeah. it's like, I promise you, people are probably talking shit about you already. So it's like, yeah, before you're even doing what you want to exactly. do. Exactly. So. so it's like, give them something to talk about, dude. Fuck it. Like, it's not gonna, I don't, it's not gonna hurt your feelings. I don't think it's gonna really affect any part of your life deeply. Like it shouldn't at least because it's just words. Mm -hmm. Like, fuck it, dude. Like, you're not going to be truly happy until yeah, you actually tried something that you've been thinking about for a while. So it's like, yeah, yeah, man, that's, so I think that that is a good place to yeah. leave this podcast on. Think about that for this week coming up, mm -hmm. try new things, yeah. do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And life is short. Yeah. Just go after it, people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, if anybody out there wants to talk about this shit, like, please, <laughs> please by all message means, us. Yeah, yeah. Hit us up. Cause it's like, if anybody knows about, going through highs and lows and trying shit and it failing and then getting back up and trying yes. other shit like <laughs> it's definitely us so please feel free to hit us up if you want to chat about that like we said in the first one we are your friends yeah. <laughs> this is not a place to feel judged or mm -hmm. yeah we are friends yeah anyway so yeah thank you guys for listening to this week's episode like i said you can message us you can hit us up i mean instagram is usually the best avenue for both of us so yeah can follow us at tucker.stokes at, at tana nicole with, with three e's <laughs> and yeah be sure to subscribe to our channel because we've got many more podcasts and videos coming yes also if you could give this video a like that really helps our channel 
Um, so yeah, once again, thank you guys for listening and hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week, guys. Bye, y'all. Bye.